1: That is a perfect song to describe our author and uh, his debut book, The Woman in the Window. It's absolutely the most perfectly wonderful, heart-poundingly suspense novel. We just love it. A.J. Finn, thanks for joining us. Thanks for
0: having me. And I couldn't actually hear the song. What was it? Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Oh, oh, you know, I, I, um, I have a have a moratorium on Ed Sheeran. That's why I didn't recognize. Oh, it. oh okay. I love well, it.
2: Well, you're number one on the New York Times bestseller list. Yeah, how's it's that like feel? Number
0: one for 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 a month, actually. I know. It's, uh, it feels shocking. When I when I wrote this book, which is my debut, I had no ambitions beyond tapping out the words, the end, at the conclusion <laughs> yeah. of the final chapter. So everything that's happened since, selling it in 40 territories, this big film deal, becoming the first book in, I think, 12 years to debut at number one on the Times list as a debut novel, is uh, is. Just so much icing on a very rich cake.
1: Hey, well, and then you get an inside blurb from Stephen King, one of those yeah. rare books that's really unput downable, delightful, and chilling. We couldn't agree oh. more. It oh, is thanks, just God. was fantastic. I really like did not want to finish no. it, yet I couldn't put it down, so we finished it rather quickly. Yeah. How'd you get the idea? you know, for the story? Was it just about Anna Fox? Just where did it come from?
0: So I'm a big classic film buff. Mm -hmm. As a teenager, I lived down the block from an art house cinema and every weekend, the managers would host film noir retrospectives and classic movie nights and Hitchcock marathons. And as a friendless 15-year-old, I would (laughs) camp out in the front row two nights every weekend and just steep myself in it. So one night about, gosh, 20 years later, I'm in my Manhattan apartment watching Rear Window on my TV, and I clock a light in my peripheral vision. It's my neighbor in her townhouse across the street in Chelsea, and she switched on the living room lab. And so in accordance with fine New York City custom, I spy on her. If yes. You mm-hmm. would do it too. And yeah. uh, she's not doing anything particularly interesting. She's aiming a remote at her TV. But behind me, on my own TV, I hear Selma Ritter in the movie chiding Jimmy Stewart for peering into Raymond Burr's flat. She says, uh, I'm paraphrasing, I can smell trouble right here in this apartment. You look outside, you see something you shouldn't trouble. And when I looked back at the screen, she was glaring at me. <gasps> and I thought, how funny, that 60 years on, I'm doing exactly what he did in mm-hmm. 1954. Boyerism dies hard. And then the story just took root and took shape.
2: So, wow. so do you want to give people the setup of the mm-hmm. story? Sure. Uh, the woman yep, in the absolutely. window?
0: So here's the elevator pitch. The woman in the window is basically rear window for the 21st century. Our heroine, formerly a child psychologist, is now an agoraphobe. She's been rendered housebound by some unspecified trauma in her past, and we don't learn the details of this trauma until about two-thirds of the way through the novel. One day, whilst spying on some new neighbors, she witnesses what she believes to be an act of violence. But being agoraphobic, she can't set foot outside to investigate, nor can she persuade anyone, including the police, to believe her. And as time passes, she starts to question whether she saw anything at all. So that's the, that's the setup. And,
1: A.J., we're curious, um, as far as, like, the movie, I mean, how quickly, I mean, was there a bidding war for this book? Because I, I feel like the first person you sent it to m- must have jumped on it, but may- maybe not. Maybe you got turned down.
0: No, it, um, it happened very, very quickly and organically. We didn't actually submit the manuscript to movie studios. They got their hands on it after an editor, some editor, I know not who, leaked it to them, which is fine. They did me a favor. Right. So I'm, I'm in LAX. This was uh, a year and a half ago, and the book has just gone out on submission. We haven't accepted any publishing offers. When my agent rings me and she says, well, we've got an offer from Fox. And I said, oh, gosh, right. How does this work? She told me, okay, well, they've made what they call an exploding offer. And I said, that sounds so sexy. That's like something out of 24. What does yeah. that mean? And she said, it means I'm going to tell you the sum on the phone, and you have to say yes or no right now. Are you ready? I, and I said, yes. What yeah. is it? She said, it's a million dollars. Do you want it? And you said? Yeah, I put her on hold. No, of course I said yes. ha, <laughs> ha. I said, yes, right there. And I'll tell you, I I hung up and I wanted to tell someone, but there was no one in the terminal with me aside from this lovely Japanese family, a a father, a mother, and a four-year-old child. I don't speak Japanese. I hadn't heard them speaking English. So I just turned to them and smiled and gave them a thumbs up. And guys, bless them, all of them, including the kid, smiled at me and gave me the thumbs up in response. Oh, that's so cool. I love, too,
1: knowing that it's called an exploding offer.
0: Isn't that yeah? And I so think you means, want to sort of make one yourself. Well,
2: it means yeah. it's now or never.
0: Yep, that's it. Like a like a like a fuse that's been lit. Like yep. yeah.
2: Mission Impossible, you've got five that's seconds, exactly and this right. will self destroy.
1: And uh-huh. uh, that's that's amazing. And so, did, was it the first publisher that you sent your manuscript to? Did they snap it up? Um, which is uh, William Morrow or Harper Collins?
0: On the publishing side, we distributed the manuscript to about eight. Publishers, mm-hmm. ten, and then uh, another ten heard about it and joined the fray. Ultimately, there was an eight-way auction. My agent had said to all interested parties, right, you have to offer X, and she named some obscene figure. And eight publishers were foolish enough to step up to bat. If, so ultimately, Morrow won won the bidding war.
1: Yeah.
2: This is so exciting. If you're just joining us, we're talking with A.J. Fan. The Woman in the Window is his debut novelette, at, debuted at number one on the New York Times list, has he got an exploding offer for a million dollars. Now, the book is so darn good. And I, um, AJ, don't usually finish the books. Um, <laughs> I'm just, and anyone who listens to our show, show, we've been around for a long time, for 15 and a half years, knows I'm a, you know, I'm a twenty-five, seventy-five girl. I've finished 25%. This was so compelling. And the twists and turns Uh-oh. all the way to the end. Yeah, all the way Bye. to the end, and, and you do
1: remind us of, because the we Girl had, no, Gone Girl, yeah. because we had Gillian Flynn on for her first she's two books, Adrian. Sharp Objects yep. and Dark, uh, was it Sharp Objects? Dark and Places. Dark, Dark Places, places yeah. yeah. And it kind of, because re- she would just wrote for Entertainment Weekly, yep. and she yep. just like, boom, and she wrote these three, you know, really terrific books that you just couldn't put down. She was She's another person who blurbed your
0: book. Yes, she's been a formative influence on me. I I was a doctoral student at Oxford and got to study a lot of wonderful but now dead writers in this genre, in the detective genre. Amongst contemporaries, though, the ones I like best are Gillian Flynn, Tana French, and Kate Atkinson, all of whom write thrillers with more on their minds and in their hearts than your average novels of suspense. Mm -hmm. I think Gillian is an amazing prose stylist. You think about her books after you've finished them. That's what I wanted to write.
1: Yeah, and you know, like one of the... um, one of the things that just really um, struck me is this sentence. I'm trapped in a police car fondling my fat. Yes. This is a new yes. low. Just yes. The visual of that sentence and the, I just like, f- I just, I
2: just felt for Anna. I just, that was, oh, that good. sentence really just, just like struck Laurie, me. Lori, that's so true. And then we, Lori and I were trying to figure out, is this a man author or is this a woman author? Yeah, because, we were trying to
0: figure yeah. it out. Was that deliberate? Yeah. Uh, no, um, it was, well, it was deliberate it, only at the very beginning. Because I worked in publishing and I only left my job five weeks ago, I did not want to put my finger on the scale when it came time to submit the novel to publishers. Mm-hmm. Odds were excellent that editors in the U.S. and the U.K. where I used to work would know me, and I didn't want them to base their decision on that acquaintanceship. Got I it. the book to stand or, or not on its own strengths or vices. And because there were about eight men working in English language publishing, I opted for a gender-neutral pseudonym. But we were always going to keep the pseudonym, even though if you Google me, my ugly mug is all over the internet. Oh, you're
2: quite handsome. Yeah, stop. We, oh, stop. We,
1: yeah <laughs> we, we, yeah, we saw you on your on your we Twitter. Know you. Now, do you I, do you get any um, say in who will be cast in the movie, or you just get to go to the premiere and you know do uh, interviews and sell more books when the movie does come out?
0: It's mostly the latter. Although I will say, Fox, the studio that bought the rights have been incredibly gracious. The head of Fox 2000 flew out to New York to host a dinner for me. Then she flew me to L.A. to meet her team. I met with the producer, Scott Rudin, the guy oh. who won an Oscar for yep. No Country for Old Men. Oh, and made, wow. Ran Budapest Hotel, Lady Bird, great stuff. So they've been very inclusive, very gracious, as I say. But uh, no, I don't think, I don't think uh, I'm going to have any, any casting power. Do the,
1: do, have they done any casting that you know of?
0: No, so no. the script, which is written by Tracy Letts, the playwright who won a Pulitzer for August Osage County, has yeah. just been submitted. and wow. The next step is to cast, well, set a director, and then they'll cast the actress last. The reason being that uh, after the manuscript was on submission, a lot of actresses in the 40-year-old age bracket expressed interest mm-hmm. so few roles for 40-year-old women right. in Hollywood. Right. And the studio thought, right. Given, given all these actresses knocking on our door, we, we don't want to cast anyone right now because she'd probably line up six other projects between now and production. We're sure. going to wait until the script and director are set. So that's what they're doing.
1: Yeah, I got to believe it because, yeah, every actress that would be from 35 to 45 mm-hmm. wants to play yep. Anna Fox.
2: And just, it, yes. oh, mm-hmm. it, and did you have to, I, I know we read in your bio that you lived in, in London for 10 years.
0: I went to Oxford for six years and then was in London for four.
2: Oh, okay. So was that just a yummy experience? Do you feel like that has made your writing richer?
0: Yes, I loved Oxford. It's such a privilege to be able to sit somewhere for for six years, in my case, and just read. I mean, to me, an avowed bibliophile, that that sounds like and indeed was heaven. And the genre in which I was specializing detective fiction is, is something that to this day holds boundless appeal for me. I worked as a publisher of crime fiction principally Mm -hmm. studied it at Oxford and had grown up gorging myself on Agatha Christie and Sherlock Holmes so to have written a suspense novel at at this age I'm 38 now seems like the culmination of a of a life of crime I guess you could call it
1: yeah well it's so exciting and and what wonderful success and I mean you must you sound giddy and we feel giddy for you
0: (laughs) we really do That's lovely of you. I have just had about six cups of tea, so I think that's the caffeine setting me a buzz. But uh, but I
1: appreciate. Oh no! It. And now, will you take just some time to just enjoy what's going on, or have you already? Do you already have an idea that's bursting to to be put down um, and you know become your next book?
0: Oh man, it's 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 a lot, alas. I've got a book that I'm almost finished with. It was due a couple of weeks ago, so I'm submitting it late. That's another psychological thriller. This one's set yeah. in San Francisco, and In the service of the woman in the window, I'll be touring the world until September, which on the one hand sounds awesome, but on the other, like I want to get a French bulldog puppy. I want to get a new apartment. So I'd like to live my life a bit. It'll be a balancing act going forward.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Do you know if you're going
0: to be coming to the Twin Cities? I would very much like to. Right now, we are still cobbling the schedule together for America. But uh, I've heard nothing but wonderful things about the Twin Cities, and one of my favorite series is set in St. Paul. John Sanford's book, yes, oh yes, uh, featuring Lucas Davenport. Mm-hmm. So I'd love, I'd love to to dupe around.
1: Yeah. Oh. oh, Ag, it's been what? so wonderful talking to you. What's the last great book that you read? Because our last great book that we read is your book, The Woman in the Window. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I, if I were you guys, I wouldn't ever read another book. I know. And, I, uh... <laughs> I know. But what is your the yes. last great book that you did read? The last great book, this is going to be somewhat obscure. The last great book I read is called Golden Hill by Francis with an I, Spufford. And it's a it's a novel set in 18th century New York. It's funny. It's moving. It's fast paced. I cannot recommend it enough. Golden Hill.
1: Okay. Golden Hill. I All right. It. Great.
2: It has been so wonderful oh, talking to you, AJ. Congratulations. Oh, keep Thanks, writing. Both. What a wonderful Thanks. book. Yeah. <laughs> the book is The Woman in the Window by AJ Finn. He's going places, baby.